crazy about a sharp dance man. Minding Chicago's business with Howard Tallman, the general managing partner with G2T3V. And Howard, what do you think about all the talk about the Senate floor rules being relaxed when it comes to attire mostly centering around John Fetterman? Well, I I thought it was interesting that, um, you know, it's just another one of these completely pointless, you know, time-wasting things. I mean, they have a million things to be doing other than worrying about that. And then, of course, you know, because the Internet never forgets, somebody pulled up a quick picture of Ted Cruz, who's a complete blowhard, walking around the Senate uh, with shorts on and uh, other examples of that. I mean, it's it's a it's just a clown show in Washington. I mean, it's sad because we're very close to, you know, uh, a situation where we might have to, uh, you know, stop issuing government checks and, you know, have all these problems. And, you know, they take it as, uh, you know, as business as usual there. And they just don't really understand how uh, unfair it is to so many people. I mean, they don't this is not the world they live in. So what do they care? Right. Howard Tolman's article that we talk about on Tuesdays is on Inc.com. You'll be able to listen to the podcast on WGNRadio.com, but it's it's titled You Can't Build Culture in a Cloud, and it essentially talks about how much time we waste in meetings, especially in Zoom meetings where people are zoning out, not really paying attention. Well, not only zoning out, but I mean, you know, everybody feels obliged to talk whether they have something to say or not. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the greatest favor you can do anybody, frankly, is to, uh, you know, have them uh, get a notice that the meeting, uh, there was nothing particularly urgent or critical to talk about, so the meeting is called off. I mean, what a godsend that is. So, I, you know, I think that we, you know, we're all living through this work from home and work remotely world, but I think we have to have some new etiquette around uh, Zoom meetings, which are even, you know, more challenging than in-person meetings. And, uh, you know, that's basically what it's what it's about. I, You know, what was so interesting to me, Lisa, was that I said at the end of the article that the boss should talk last, the leader should talk last. And, uh, and I got a couple of people who said, no, you know, we think the leader should talk first and set the ground rules and tell everybody what's going to go on. And, you know, if you do that, then nobody's going to speak up and say anything other than what the boss wants to hear. I mean, so the moral of that story was the boss is supposed to be smarter and learn, you know, at the end of the meeting from the input of all the people. Otherwise, why are you having the meeting and not at the beginning? But it was very interesting that people reacted in both ways to that comment. Well, and I find it interesting because you kind of touch on this in your article as well, is that the minute the meeting is over is when people start really talking. You know, they're Absolutely. like, hey, what do you think about that? And can you believe he said that? And blah, 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 you know? Yeah, it's, it's look, it's the water cooler. It's the meeting after the meeting. And, you know, one of the things that is very hard is that Zoom doesn't really permit that. It doesn't make it easy. And if you, you know, if you're at a meeting, you can step outside after the meeting with two or three people and have a quick chat. But on Zoom, you'd have to set up a whole other call and figure out who to invite and whether people have other commitments and things. Um, so, you know, we're just, it's just a new way of doing business and we have to get used to it. I mean, the other part is if you've got an hour set aside, but you've only got 15 minutes of stuff that matters and the meeting, you know, you don't have to like, nobody from zoom is going to miss you. 
and yeah. and people's time is very very precious these days and it's just uh it's a little scary and i think with gen zers they spent their childhood in front of a screen they prefer not to go outside and play they interact virtually they don't like to talk on the phone to boomers and i think this isn't going away anytime soon. Hey, before I let you go, I also wanted to to pick your brain about what you think about Elon Musk indi- indicating that perhaps we need to pay for Twitter. Well, you know, look, I, I think that if it was a trivial sum for you or for me, um, that it might be worth it to get rid of the tens of millions of bots, which are, you know, making everyone's life miserable. If, if it wasn't miserable enough on Twitter to begin with, um, because, you know, these people who uh, have machines that just have thousands of Twitter accounts that are actually not human beings, but just robots, it would be costly for them. And, and I think they might not be inclined to do it. Um, but if it's any serious amount, uh, you know, I'm telling everybody I know to move over to threads. Uh, there are other solutions, but I like threads and it's been pretty good. And you see just about everybody you want to hear from there and you don't see the creeps so far now who knows if that'll last i hope it does but uh my my feeling is if he makes it any material cost that they'll lose a whole nother chunk of uh subscribers because there are alternatives now to get the information and to hear from the people you want to hear from yeah i do see that you post most of our conversations on twitter <laughs> uh, i do well brian well brian sends me a nice little link and then i uh, google picks it up and then i I try to put it on there so people can hear, but I'm putting them on threads now as well. I mean, look, the truth is the migration is going to take a while, uh, but, but you know, not seeing the, the junk that's on Twitter every day now and that, you you know, you, you just don't have enough hours in the day to sit and block all this stuff, but it's just garbage. It's just it's become a horrible sort of junkyard place. Thanks for joining us, Howard. Thank you, Lise. Talk to you soon. And good Howard luck with the walk. Soon. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Howard certainly does his part when it comes to supporting nonprofits in Chicago and his articles on Inc.com. And like he said, you can jump on threads and follow him. Our conversation is sponsored by CareerVision.org. And Steve's News comes up next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom.